Well, hello there and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happening in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana and another four-day working week has come to an end, which is super sad because I love a four-day working week, as does probably everybody, but in the same breath, I don't because it means that you have to shove five days of work into four days. I mean, it could be worse. Imagine being forced to work on a public holiday, you know, say like Christmas. Well, it's happening in the NBL and it's about to affect a whole lot more players. Also in sport and in the UK, a major shake-up to Premier League sponsorships is on the way. Plus, Gather Round kicked off last night. But was the first game a success? All that and more on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. Every year, apparel companies put loads of time and effort into making all football teams around the world look stunning for the season ahead. Some are extremely hit and miss. Others are beautiful and deserve to be put on a mantelpiece. And others are just a copy and paste job. A cheeky little control C, control V. But the other way to ruin a beautiful jersey is to slap a disgusting sponsor on the front of it. And while that would never change, over in England, some certain companies are being banned from being on the front of team kits. A groundbreaking agreement in the Premier League will see any gambling company banned from being on the front of a Premier League match day jersey. This will come into effect from June 2026 as some current Premier League clubs have multi-season deals with various gambling companies. In fact, 40% of current front of shirt sponsors in the Premier League are betting firms. This announcement means that the English football's top flight division has become the first UK professional sports league to voluntarily agree to restrict betting sponsorships. And while there are mixed emotions around the matter, I think it's a step in the right direction. Seeing children walking around in their favourite team's kit that's plastered with a massive advertisement for a gambling company has never sat right with me. And it's normally lower place sides who don't have a huge amount of spending money in the league that accept these lucrative sponsorships as betting agencies offer them money that other businesses don't. So there will be a domino effect that may affect more clubs than first thought. But it's not all bad news. These companies can still sponsor the club and may promote their business either pitch side or training apparel or even on the jersey sleeves, so there's that, I guess. The AFL kicked off its inaugural gather round last night with a sold-out game between hometown heroes the Adelaide Crows and the undefeated Carlton Blues. And despite the Blues being favourites, the Crows dominated them through all four quarters. Thumping kick towards full forward. Walker's got the sit over the back. He's got more than that. And he pumps it into the riverbank stand. In front of more than 47,000 people, the Crows blew Carlton out of the water, scoring eight goals in the first quarter alone. Five goals to Darcy Fogarty and three apiece to Tex Walker and Ben Keyes was more than enough for Adelaide to run away 118-62 winners. And boy, did it get Adelaide Oval bouncing. Where the focus is all on the city of Adelaide starts with the focus on what might be possible for the Crows. A commanding victory. And the wonderful people of Adelaide will have even more to sing and dance about, with AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin suggesting Gather Round could be staying in Adelaide for a long, long time. With all nine games being sellouts, it looks like the Festival of Footy will remain in South Australia, with McLaughlin saying it feels like the right spot. So stiff bickies, Western Australia and New South Wales, your time in the sun may come eventually. But for now, everyone's going Adelaide. 
We like talking big numbers here on the full-time whistle, and this might be the biggest of them all. The Washington Commanders in the NFL are set to be sold to the Harris Group, a group consisting of Wall Street giant Josh Harris, billionaire Mitchell Rails, and NBA legend Magic Johnson for a mouth-watering $6 billion. This will be the most expensive sale ever of a site in Northern America. The previous record was held by the Denver Broncos when they were sold for $4.6 billion last year. Oh, the Denver Broncos! I think owning the Denver Broncos is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. This won't be Harris's first time buying a club either, owning the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA and the New Jersey Devils in the NHL. And while this isn't confirmed yet, most reports doing the rounds are saying it's a done deal. Must be nice having that sort of money. (sighs) You just don't understand football, Marge. When it comes to NRL coaches and memorable press conferences, the Raiders' Ricky Stewart is front of mind. Maybe not memorable for the right reason, but Sticky always has something to say. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got Wayne Bennett. Speaking to the media after the Dolphins' 36-14 loss to the Rabbitohs last night, journalists were hoping to get a few answers out of the supercoach about what went wrong. But Bennett wasn't having any of it. Instead, he was slouched back in his chair, his arms crossed, and he was short with his answers. You know what? I could just play you the full interview here. Take a listen. Well, we can't do anything about it now, so... What went wrong in that second half? What did you like about the second half? We had a different team out there. How so? It wasn't the same team that played the first half, was it? Do you think that decision maybe affected the team anyway? Just that went against you? Was well, we're all big enough to overcome that stuff. Okay? That's the call, that's the call. Were you surprised by that Sydney a lot of Sydney meetings this season. Too many? I haven't been counting them, but there's been plenty of them. Cody Walker's outstanding. I mean, you said before the game, what a wonderful skill player he is. Pretty quick stamp on that game. Yeah, sure. We done? Yeah. Talk about toys being thrown out of the cot. And lastly, no one likes working public holidays. Unless you're a casual worker, then you're all about that double pay money, baby. Well, for Sydney Kings and Melbourne United players late last year, they didn't have the luxury of double pay when they played an NBL game on Christmas Day. And for poor old Sydney Kings players, they won't be able to enjoy a Christmas lunch again this year. Off the back of the success of last year's Christmas Day clash, the NBL has opted to play two games on December 25th, with Sydney hosting the Illawarra Hawks and the Jack Jumpers welcoming the South East Melbourne Phoenix down to Tasmania. And while the NBL has said they want to continue to break new ground and innovate, I just feel bad for the players, alright? Not for playing on Christmas Day, alright? You spend your Christmas Day how you want. But for the time slots, the Kings versus the Hawks is at 7.30pm, which means that players can't enjoy their big Christmas feast either before or after the game. What a joke. They can't eat during the day because they need to make sure they're game ready. And after the game, well, that's just too late now, isn't it? People missing out on ham and turkey and gravy and, of course, don't forget dessert with some pavlova too. That just that just isn't Australian in my eyes. It also shows why I'll never be a high-performance athlete. I care too much about my food. And that's that. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I've been Michael Caruana. Have a wonderful weekend, even though it's only two days long. Boo. I'll be back Monday. I'll speak to you then. is back in the team and the Raiders are back in the win column. Towards Hopawati who takes it and scores for the Grizzlies.
screen machine. Now they're back home in Canberra. Sunday Arvo from 1. It's Raiders versus Dragons. Live on Mix 106.3. Thanks to Harvey Norman Fishwick, Mr Brandman, The Lighthouse Pub and Alexander Watson Insulation. On Canberra's Mix 106.3. You're unbelievable.